Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller, and I'm joined... By me, Eric Ryder. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. So this show is all about good old-fashioned conversation and connection. We talk about random topics because, uh, honestly, the best stuff comes from unexpected places. And even though... uh, Somebody taught me once when my kids were little that with planning comes freedom, and I didn't really know what they meant. And I realized, oh, if you plan for the opportunity to be creative or to go out and figure something out, then it's more fun. So, you know, we sort of plan what the topic is, but then there's also, um, it's a very light lift. We're not sticking to the rules here. Anyway, uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, of course, you can find past episodes of the show uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, really. And if you subscribe, then you'll never miss an episode. And uh, a reminder that if you would like to connect connect with us, you can text or call 475-999-2726. I know that Eric will likely have some clever way of sharing the number as well. Sure. Uh, if you're feeling frisky, uh, <laughs> dial ISL 999-2-RAM. Oh, there you go. Ram a message into our voicemail or uh, ram a text in there. We'd love to uh, love to hear from you. Th- that's very aggressive. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> I'm okay with it because... Well, well, one of the other options is 47599-WAR-AN. So eh, I think, eh. yeah, war is a little more aggressive than Ram. I would agree. All <laughs> right. So you heard it there first, folks. Um, so how are you doing, Eric? How are you doing today? I, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah? It, it's, it, this week has had some ups and downs. But, uh, you know, anytime I get to do the show with you, it's uh, it's an up. So oh, what a I'm going to focus on that. I had an opportunity uh, this last weekend, um, which feels like eons away. Uh, I got to go to Chicago, and uh, we're always talking about foodstuffs on the show. Yep. And uh, Chicago is known for many things, among them deep dish pizza. Yes. Uh, popcorn. Popcorn. I know. Apparently, this is where the Chicago mix, the caramel corn and the cheddar mix was born. Okay. And it's, it's also, the Chicago way. It's the Chicago way. <laughs> and uh, also steak. And so I had two out of three, which ain't bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, the deep dish pizza. Hot dogs, I Oh, yeah, I think. and hot dogs, <laughs> yes. Hot dogs and the deep dish pizza, I think, are the thing that people universally think of when they think of Chicago. And sausages, maybe, too. Well, yeah. I mean, um, there is the Sausage King of Chicago that was referenced in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. Yeah, yep. that's true. That is true. Uh, anyway, it was really it was really fun. And in a place that's supposed to be bitterly cold, it was actually in, like, the high 40s, low 50s, and sunny. 
and I guess that's before the cold snap that was hitting across the country. There's some wild weather this year. There is some wild everything it's this year. like 80 degrees in Washington, D.C. today. Right. Like it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's, uh, like I said, there's some wild everything happening. Yes. This is That's why we talk about this kind of stuff. Because honestly, the other stuff, it's like you get whiplash from like right. the good, the bad, the ugly. Now, my, mostly that's from the hot air coming out of Congress, right? But yeah, well, of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know, no matter where you sit politically, there's that's hot right. air that is always emitting from D.C. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So holidays. Uh, it's that time. This week we celebrated, uh, in theory, Monday was uh, President's Day, right? Yes. Um, you know, because woo uh, at this point, I feel like it's just that Monday off in February. Hey, I'll, I'll celebrate pretty much anything if it means a day off. I didn't get a day off. But, oh, well. But, uh, yeah. Well, uh, we could have celebrated on Monday uh, Curling is Cool Day. Curling is Cool Day. It's That's actually what today is. It's played on ice, so it's got to be cool. It, it Well, and, uh, okay, so... I have some good friends who ironically now live in the Chicago area, and they decided over a winter break, hey, you know, it would be really cool to go curling. And so our two families went curling. Now, this is a very, like, athletic family. Like, every kid is in select, like, everything they play. They all play, like, three sports. Meanwhile, my family is, like, in select, like, find a good place to eat after the game. Like, we're not we're not the athletic sort. So they thought this would be great. And it was great because learning new things is really fun. And also, curling is not an easy sport. It's an interesting sport. And they were like, once we had the lesson on how to do it, then, you know, it's this whole, like, you're putting your foot down and letting the top slide on the ice and your knee isn't really supposed to be down but I will tell you what, my knee was down, and two days later, I had huge uh, bruises on my knees. Wow. Huge. Um, and meanwhile, like in the lane next to- As a beginner, they don't give you like knee pads or anything? No. Wow. No. That seems short-sighted. It, <laughs> yeah. That part was not cool. Uh, but it, it did, you know, trying something like that gives you an appreciation for like- why, you know, it's not just like push the big heavy thing and then right. sweep out of the way. Somebody was like, you know what hockey is missing? Janitorial services. <laughs> so well, let's combine sweeping. Isn't that the Zamboni? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there's that. So. I mean, apparently. But, but before the Zamboni was invented, someone probably invented curling to get the ice ready for another round of hockey. There's a lot I of guess. I don't know. <laughs> in these frozen sports, I will say. Um yeah. So so that was kind of interesting. So today is uh is curling is cool day and so shout out to the whistlers. Yeah, yeah and uh if you're interested in curling, uh, I I can recommend a Norwegian movie where curling is uh, very popular. Uh, oh. uh, called King Curling that uh, it came out in 2011 and uh, is very fun. 
and well worth checking out if you're looking. There's not that many curling movies, first of all. <laughs> it's not like Dodgeball, right? No, no, it's <laughs> Although not. maybe they need to make a Dodgeball-esque movie about curling. Well, there you go. I, I, I think they kind of did that with King Curling. Oh, all right. Yes. Well, so there you go. Or Kong Curling in its uh, native <laughs> Norwegian. Uh, but, you know, I was thinking, I, I recently watched for the first time A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, this may be the maybe the only the second like sports oriented movie that I've ever seen. Uh, but at, when I was thinking about that, I totally forgot about King Curling. So it was at least the third or the fourth sports oriented movie that I had seen. Wow, um, interesting. Uh, yeah, and and I can recommend a League of Their Own. It, it was it's good, so, right? Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Did you see Field of Dreams? No, that's a good one. Yeah. See, I typically don't go in for the sports movies, but in this case, I stumbled across it, and I said, you know, this is considered to be one of those classic movies mm-hmm. that I've never seen, and it's on Hulu, so why not just check it out? Yeah. And I did, and it was pretty fun. And there's that historical element that's really interesting, and like shout out yes. to all those ladies that you know made right. that happen during that time. And um, yeah, after watching it, I had to go and like find out the real history behind it and it was interesting yeah yeah (laughs) it it was interesting that uh you know while that movie is all uh mostly fictionalized versions of all the uh, characters they were uh based on real people Mm -hmm. and they basically combined a few people for each character so and they had um some of them had little cameos at the end when they brought it to present day and I gotta say, I totally expected this to be Tom Hanks as an angry uh, jerk <laughs> who somehow overcomes that and becomes a great coach. But no, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's just an angry drunk jerk pretty much through the whole movie. Yep. Spoiler for anybody that hasn't seen this movie from twenty one years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well. But uh, yeah, there not much growth uh, for his character, but still very entertaining. Yes. Yes. Totally. Um, and, you know, it's like what these women like cobbled together to make happen because right. obviously the people that were uh, sent to deal with them and promote them and coach them and, and all of those things were like, are you kidding me right now? And thankfully, also, Madonna is in this movie, but they didn't like have an excuse to wedge her in there doing a, a musical number where it's Madonna, <laughs> but somehow it's still like the 50s. So she's going to sing a song right? that sounds like it was recorded in 1992. Exactly. But it's supposed to be uh, of the era. No, right. they didn't do that. No, they thankfully. did a little dance thing. There was the... a musical section, but Madonna... Not involved. Uh, good, right? <laughs> yes. I know. I, I'm with you on that. I hate when there's that, like, cheesy, like, let's figure out how we can make this happen thing. Right, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm so with you on that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how we got so far off topic, but uh, interesting conversation because, again, it's these random things. I would recommend, though, that you see uh, Field of Dreams. That one, for me, is like the whole, if you build it, they will come. Um there are lots of people out there, business uh, experts and coaches and people that do TED Talks that are like, oh, that's not true. You have to do more than build something and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but if you build the thing that is speaking in the language of your targeted audience, then they will come. You know, it was the other thing I was thinking about recently uh, was that I think I've only ever seen one Kevin Costner movie, too. So. Uh, <laughs> Which one this, did you see? Uh, Dances with Wolves. 
Oh, okay. I mean, it picked yeah. a good one. Yeah, and and he was that was a good movie, and uh, I haven't seen any of his others. Um, so I'm hard pressed at the moment to think about what they are. Like, well, was Tin Cup. He him? was it, it, yes, Tin Cup, yeah, and okay. he played Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, I didn't bizarrely. Yeah, Men in Tights, <laughs> but not that one. Yeah, um, Prince of Thieves, I believe yes, it was that's, called. That's yes, that's the right one. Yeah, interesting. All right, well. Uh, Dances with Wolves was a good one to see. Yeah, and However, and, and I watched a thing on that as well, uh, and it's uh, apparently very historically accurate. So, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, uh, good job there, Kevin. Way to go. Um, okay, wait, isn't he in um, uh, Yellowstone right now too? Is that him? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, I think he's in that. Like, there's a whole bunch of people. Like, Harrison Ford is doing, like, the prequel and Tim well, McGraw. Well, as long as we're talking about Yellowstone, how yeah. the heck did this happen? Because normally I, I like to consider myself uh, abreast of what's happening in popular culture. Like, you know, I may not, like, uh, you know, watch everything, but this show, I feel like, just blew up out of nowhere and suddenly has, like, 15 spinoffs. And... I haven't seen one episode. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about it until until I see like uh, uh like, like the, the fifth the fifth trailer for the fifth spinoff right? uh of the show. And I was like, what the heck? And it Harrison Ford is in yes. one of these prequels. And I think like uh <laughs> is it Dame Judy Dench maybe that's in it? Or uh one of those like one of those fabulous, like yes, this gals. has got to be popular. They've like, got big stars in this, yeah. But... And Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, and yeah. like it's like it reminds me of. Uh, I went through a period in my life where I read uh, Nora Roberts books. Now, for those of uh, our listeners that read these kinds of books, she would do like the you know the three sisters, the three brothers, and tell the story of how they all met their significant other, and naturally, you know, the fiery woman that didn't need no man but ended up with one, and blah blah blah. And then she would do the story of then how the parents and their siblings like met their significant others, and then like the grandparents. So it sort of reminds me of that idea where it's like I know. Let's just keep going back generations. And there is a historical element, I will say. Um, but, yeah. So, I, but you watched this show. So I have watched a few episodes. Uh, more accurately, I have listened to, from another room, a few episodes. <laughs> well, uh, my husband has watched it. And uh, it seems very, very interesting and compelling. Um, kind of violent. Uh, and he has watched, I think, one of the other spinoffs, but I have not even listened to that one. Mm. So uh, it's apparently very compelling. Now, if we don't get a Yogi Bear reboot uh, called (laughs) Jellystone (laughs) with with the multiple spinoffs of uh, his ancestors that I think Hannah Barbera has been robbed (laughs) sleeping on the job because I'd watch that probably. That'd be kind of funny, yes. actually. There should be a meme out Exactly. I need a picnic <laughs> basket. Actually, I saw a meme uh, similar to that recently where it was talking about uh, the movie Cocaine Bear and how uh, Cocaine Bear and uh, Yogi Bear are in a room with Pooh Bear. And Cocaine Bear is like, uh, it's. I think it's meant to be like it's a uh, AA meeting, right? So Cocaine Bear is like, hey, I'm Cocaine Bear. And then you have Yogi Bear who's like, I like myself some picnic baskets, right? Yes. And then you have Pooh Bear, as they say in this meme, 
like pantless with his hand in a jar. And he's like, what? I don't have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was very clever. He was addicted to honey. Right? I mean, good, clean fun. I, I like it. Yeah. Anyway, the other thing that today is there are no big national holidays. There are no big international holidays. It is worth mentioning, though, that it is Tootsie Roll Day. And I love Tootsie Rolls, and they are so fake. I, it is basically like having, like, sort of chocolate-flavored, like, wax. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to ask, is it, is it officially it's meant to be chocolate-flavored? Because they've got a, a distinct flavor all their own, really, that's yeah. sort of chocolatey. But I, I wouldn't – I would never say this – taste like chocolate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's proud like chocolate. It tastes good, but it's, I, I don't, is it, it's meant to be chocolate though, right? I and think it just, so. I yeah. don't know. That's a good question. Okay. Now I feel like I have to look this up. It's a fair question. And and it's one of those that I feel like is a little bit divisive, you know, like candy yeah, corn or whatever. Right? Yeah. But for me, pretty much all candy I mean, <laughs> I'm on board with, right? you know, I maybe not those uh, circus peanuts. If I had to say, like, what candy would you strike from the earth? Maybe circus peanuts. I would I potentially would be in agreement with you. OK. Yeah. So apparently the Tootsie Roll was developed. Now, that's never a good word. Developed <laughs> uh, in Brooklyn in 1907. And OK, he submitted a patent for the development of the Tootsie Roll candy. His daughter, Clara, whose nickname was Tootsie, it was named after her. If you're getting a patent rather than... This is what I'm saying. (laughs) So the first candy that he sold was Bromanglion Jelly Powder, which doesn't sound like anything that... Great name for... (laughs) I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm sort of like, I don't think that it's... I don't know how it identifies. <laughs> I don't know if it identifies as chocolate or molasses or wax or right. as whatever that other thing is that we were just talking it's about. It's its own thing. It's its own thing. And speaking of Tootsie Rolls and eating candy, uh, for those of you that uh, that celebrate these things, if you will, celebrate, uh, we are officially now in Lent. That's right. Uh, yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Tuesday was Fat Tuesday. And so for those people that give something Fat up. Fat Thursday last week, we yep, learned. Yep. yep. Um, and so for those of you that give something up, uh, hey, Godspeed, as they say. Good luck with that. And I'm giving up Tootsie Rolls for Lent. <laughs> and, and peanut, uh, circus peanuts. Circus peanuts, yes. You're a giver. <laughs> you know, you got to have <laughs> discipline sometimes. Well, when I was a kid, you know, like choosing the things to give up, uh, it, you know, it was like, I'll stop cursing. And it was like, I wasn't allowed to curse. So that wasn't hard. Or I'll <laughs> yeah. be nicer to my brothers. And like that didn't last very long. And then when I got older, it was it felt like a um, a New Year's reset like, oh, I know, I'll give up Diet Coke or whatever it is. And so I now have a different approach to this. How's that I, go, by the way? Uh, not so well. Uh, now I realize that it's not so much about giving up as it is about giving. Mm. And, uh, you know, being more present or giving to others or whatever it is. Right. Uh, but it takes you a while to to kind of get to that point. So those of you that honor and acknowledge Lent, you'll get what I'm talking about. And those of you that don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. You go about your business, enjoy Mardi Gras, enjoy your Wednesdays, enjoy Enjoy your your Fridays. (laughs) (laughs) Have your circus peanuts. Today, we're talking about food because we love to talk about food. (laughs) And um, 
So we're going to be talking about waffles, pancakes, other breakfast foods. Um, right. But before we do that, any anything that you need to bring up? Did we not do anything last week that you wanted to talk about or? Last week, our, our episode on and... travel tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, you took a trip in between. And did you utilize any of the travel tips we talked about? Actually, I did. Well, first of all, I learned that uh, when Delta, not sponsored, asks if you want a snack, you naturally say, may I have a couple? And don't just take one because they're like, yeah, totally have some. Um so, by the way, that's kind of nice. Um, and yes, I did use some of the the travel hacks that we talked about in terms of packing and and how best to pack your bag and, uh, you know, some comfort things and um, just generally trying to be efficient and comfortable in traveling. And it was quite helpful. Fantastic. Yeah, we, we put on a good show. We're very helpful. Let's <laughs> My take... only regret is that I didn't get to take a trip. Yeah, in between, I know. I'm sorry. So. But that's okay. I'm going to do that at some point this year, and uh, I'll go back and listen to that episode because I know we talked about some good stuff. Yeah, we did. And by the way, that reminds me that, hey, you too can go back and listen to past episodes just wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Go check it out. In the meantime, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about our topic. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy, joined by Eric. That's right. I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so I put in the wheel of topics like waffles or pancakes as kind of a a starting point of like breakfast foods. So it's not just a debate about like which is better. Like last week, you had already immediately said which waffles are better than pancakes. Yeah, I agree with that actually. But that said, we can still talk about that. And I was like, okay, breakfast foods in general. Do you only eat these foods on certain days of the week? Like, are waffles for every day of the week? Or, like, can you, like, Lego my ego any day of the week? Um, you know, how's breakfast for dinner? Is it better in? Is it better out? Is it better when it's made uh, at home? I went over the weekend to a uh, buffet at a hotel, and it was like, oh my gosh, it gets overwhelming. So I figured, you know, it's just a starting point. Okay. All right. So waffles. Yes. Growing up, did your mom or dad or you uh, make waffles in a waffle iron, or did you eat like, you know, good old-fashioned Lego or some other brand? Not Lego. (laughs) Ego. Ego. Those would be really hard. Just bolt them together. Yes, totally. And, you know, dump some syrup on. Right. Them. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, my uh, my grandmother had. I seem to remember had a waffle maker. So we would do waffles when we were at her house. We didn't have the waffle maker at our house, and so we would occasionally uh, get 
like Egos, I think. Well, maybe like the store brand of Egos, not uh, the name brand Egos. But uh, yeah, mostly um, I think we did like just cereal and, uh, you know, occasionally do eggs and bacon. Yeah. Like, okay. So growing up, Sunday tended to be, or maybe Saturday, I guess it was Saturday tended to be the bigger breakfast day because Sunday I grew up with a church day, church day, right? Got to be quick so you can get to church. So there was not the time to like really uh, go to town. So that was not the day for it. And typically we didn't have waffles very often because it required more work. And uh, we did have a waffle iron. And so that was more special occasion. Now, pancakes, my brothers loved pancakes. I don't like them. I feel like no matter how careful you are, they absorb so much syrup. I just can't get the ratio right. Whereas with a waffle, I can get the ratio right. I mean, I like pancakes and I do remember going to IHOP as a kid, and that being a big treat uh, to get the uh, chocolate pancake oh, yeah. with with the uh, smiley face whipped cream and cherry eyeballs. Yep. Um, yeah, that that was great. But it was like one big pancake, basically, yeah. uh, for kids at that time. Um, so rather than a stack or whatever, uh, the or the silver dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I I still like pancakes. I just you know I, they're like. You know, you have one, it's fantastic. You have two, okay, it's good. Uh, you have three and you're sick of them, you know. Right, and, <laughs> it's, you know, you're like, you're full and it's like, I don't know. And with a waffle, like you can go sweet with that. You can go yeah. savory. You can do Belgian waffles. You can add the whipped cream and the fruit. You could do the, um, like the chicken and waffles. You can do, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of things you can do. Did you ever see the TV show Review with uh, Andy Daly starring in it? Um, no. That was on Comedy Central for a few years. No. A uh, very, very funny show about a reviewer that doesn't review movies, uh, but instead he reviews life experiences. <laughs> and so in this show, uh, people would write in and suggest things for him to review. Okay. And in one episode, <laughs> the first letter is, what's it like to eat 15 pancakes? <laughs> and, oh. and anytime I think of pancakes now, I think of this episode because it's very, very funny. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. And there's clips on YouTube if you haven't seen it. But Okay, tell me the name again. It's called Review. Okay. With Andy Daly, you said. Yeah, Andy Daly is the star. His character is Forrest McNeil. And... <laughs> And he reviews, in this show, he's reviewing the 15 pancakes. And then when he gets the pancakes, like a big stack, he says, this certainly is an upsetting number of pancakes. <laughs> and that's anytime I'm served pancakes now, I think of that, you this know. Is, this uh, certainly is an upsetting number of pancakes. But then the kicker is, so then he so he he, he forces himself to eat the the 15 pancakes and review it. He hates it, you know, half a star basically because that's the lowest uh, that you can give okay. any of the things that he reviews. Okay. So then he has another review. And then the third, the third segment, someone writes in and says, what's it like to eat 30 pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
gosh. So then he has to eat <laughs> 30 pancakes, and he, he could not be more upset about it, and it's just the funniest oh. thing ever. So check it out if you All have right. a chance. I I am totally going to check it out. It reminds me of a show that uh, my son introduced me to that is completely ridiculous called Nathan For You. Oh, yeah. 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 Very funny. Uh, you know, very like... Okay, taking taking it very seriously, but also very ridiculous. Um, okay, so then, do you think that like there's breakfast foods like you like cereal, right? And you know, having toast yeah. and that kind of thing. And then there's like breakfast foods, right. which I consider pancakes and waffles to be, um, and like having bacon. And I'm not t- talking about like the pre cooked, like you know, like that feels like. Breakfast, I don't know, in like all caps, or at least with a an uppercase B, right? Um, so do you think that breakfast with an uppercase B is only for certain days of the week? Uh yeah, I would say so. I mean, for me, you know, I'm I gotta get to work, I'm commuting, so I'm typically having like a couple granola bars and a banana for breakfast during the week. Right. But on the weekend, I'm doing up some eggs and bacon or eggs and sausage, maybe some pancakes, maybe some waffles. My latest thing is I've been doing the frozen waffles, but toast those. Uh but doing instead of syrup, doing uh peanut butter and jam on them and making a little sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I got to try that. I know like the the waffle and peanut butter thing, but the jam is a new element and then the sandwich. Look at yeah, you. it's like a PB&J but with waffles for bread. Interesting. I I agree with you and I also feel like breakfast with a uppercase B requires uh what I refer to as second nap. First nap of course being <laughs> a full night of sleep. Right. Um like, you need to have the space and time to, like, you know, let the trip to pancake, like, course through your body and, you know, relax. Um, yeah, I mean, and also, you know, you would put on so much weight if you were eating, like, this huge breakfast every single day. Totally. Uh, but, you know, when I go abroad, I do like having a really big breakfast to start the day there. Um, like, especially if I'm staying in a B&B, you got to get your money's worth. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, come on. Well, <laughs> and, and you're more active. That's right. And then you go walk around and you probably skip lunch, um, maybe have a light snack a little later and then a full dinner. Uh, and But, you know, at, at home, <laughs> that's right. not typically how I operate. But, you know, I, I would say uh, in my travels, my estimation, best breakfast has been in Ireland. How about you? What do you What do you think? For well, I best haven't breakfast been to Ireland, planet? so I yeah. can't. Uh, I can't say. I'm just um, saying it within Italy. your travels, Italy. So, yeah. What when, was the breakfast like there? Well, so specifically in Sicily, we went. And don't tell me pasta. No, it <laughs> wasn't. Sauce. No, I uh, we went and we had a big brioche bun that you would get, and it was at this particular place in Sicily, and uh, it was almost like. A gelato, and of course, I'm I'm having a a brain fart on what the actual term is, but it was this unbelievable, um, almost like a sorbet, and then you had this fresh brioche bun that was delicious. And I'm not, as we've talked about in the past, I'm not a coffee drinker, but everyone else in the cafe is having like these amazing, big, beautiful, frothy cups of cappuccino and coffee and whatever, and. Just the whole thing, the whole experience of it 
uh, a little sweet and that savory. Um, it was just so good. Not, you know, not with all the different, like, the bacon and the this and the that. Yeah. But, man, it was good. Well, in Ireland, uh, they do, you know, a, a full breakfast that's you've got your eggs, you've got your sausage, you've got your bacon or rashers, as they call them, mm-hmm. blood sausage sometimes, or black pudding, uh, which is actually very good, despite the name that <laughs> sounds They have to work on scary. their marketing. <laughs> well, they call it black black pudding or black and white. Uh, I think it's the English that call it blood pudding. <laughs> okay, well. So there you go. So uh, they they've done the marketing, <laughs> um, and uh, some usually some mushrooms as an option too, and a fried tomato. So you've got kind of a little bit of everything, and very good. And then cereal as an option on the side too, and they do their muesli uh, is just so good and so much better than we have over here for some reason. So like I've just like stuffed myself silly. Uh, every time I've been over there uh, in the mornings, just because hey, it's it's part it's, of the part of the package, right? Well, um, and it's so and then good. You, yeah, and then you walk around and and burn off the, those calories uh, mostly. Totally. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about like a farmer's breakfast back in the day, right? Yeah. You know, we weren't so sedentary, and exactly. like we really did work that off. And you know, you're basically it's like the fruits of your labor and the fruits of the area that you're around. But France was a whole different deal, I found it, you know, and they're well known for their food. But I got to say, I was very disappointed (laughs) going to France uh, for the first time, having breakfast there, which was typically uh, like very bread heavy. You get a croissant, uh, you might get a uh, pain de chocolat, Uh which is just... Like a, a, yeah, it's it's <laughs> well, it's a roll with chocolate in it, which is great. You know, you dip that in some cocoa or some tea or coffee. That's very nice, but it just it, it was just bread <laughs> essentially. Right, and I need a little protein in the morning to get going. So I, maybe they uh, are fueled by coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely what it felt like. And then I mean, that's the continental breakfast. They're on the continent, so I guess it makes sense. That's but. True. Uh, yeah, it, I I was like, okay, this is breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Italy bummer. Italy definitely has very good breakfast, and I figured yeah. out what it is. Um, the place that we went to in Sicily was called Bam Bar, B A M Bar, mm-hmm. and it was Granita. So Granita and a brioche roll, and then you would get you know the big mug of coffee and whatever, and it was unbelievable. And generally in Italy, there's cheeses and there's meats and there's all those kinds of things, which are just delicious. Um, Sort of the continental breakfast concept, but uh, not quite as bread heavy Mm. uh, as I'm in France. Um, I agree with you with what you experienced. So, So the real question is, do you ever eat breakfast for dinner? Like, did you as a kid or do you now? You mean upside down day? I call it upside down uh, dinner, which basically means having breakfast for dinner. <laughs> but the dinner's not upside down. I know. I know. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, so upside down meal day. Yeah, upside down day. Yeah, okay. yeah, it totally. I, I remember that uh, mostly from school, actually, as being one of the lunch options. So it's not, and I always took. <laughs> umbrage at the idea that uh, breakfast for lunch was upside down day. But, you know, I was happy to go with it because I enjoy breakfast food. So, yeah, that that was a fine lunch. Don't really do it too much myself as an adult, but uh, occasionally, um, especially like I find that if you throw a, a fried egg on a burger sometimes, 
very nice. It's an excellent compliment and very filling. It is very filling. Yeah. It's like double the protein. Uh, yeah. When my kids were small and if my husband was traveling, breakfast for dinner was like uh, an easy go-to that was like, all right, like I know they're going to like it. And I'm like stressed and overwhelmed. And I I was like, and it gave me permission to not have to do a vegetable. <laughs> Which, you know, is important sometimes. Um, okay, and then uh, my other, I know we're we're going to be running out of time here, but my other question is, uh, do you prefer to eat out? And if you do, do you like a buffet? Like versus eating and making a big breakfast for yourself. I mean, does anybody really prefer that? Doesn't everybody like to go out? Uh, you know, I like going out to eat, but I never feel like in the morning, like getting up and not eating <laughs> and getting <laughs> dressed and going out to a place. Okay. So I can count on probably a one hand the, the amount of times that I've actually made it out for breakfast um, at a restaurant. Brunch? Yeah. I, same? I, yeah, same. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Deep dives here. Late lunch or dinner, uh, I'll be dining out for, but that's dinner. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> never make it out to breakfast or lunch. But on the occasions that I have, I've enjoyed it. All right, and Just, then yeah, what do you think about a buffet? You know, pre-COVID. I did enjoy a buffet, and one of the best breakfasts that I ever had, I remember as a kid going to the MGM Grand Hotel Ooh. in Reno and going for their buffet, uh, and it was fantastic. You know, they had everything, <laughs> and it was so good. Um, but, uh, yeah, since then, I, I can't say that I've gone to too many breakfast buffets, aside from staying at hotels, you know, and right. if they throw in the breakfast, occasionally they'll have a buffet, and those have usually been disappointing. Um, the MGM uh, is hard to match, but well, that one it's like stay for yeah. hours and plan to exactly. Stay. Yeah, I did the same thing this past weekend when I was at the hotel. They had a very lovely brunch, but it was, uh, you know, it looks like it's a feast for the eyes, but at the end of the day, really, it's like a breakfast meat, eggs, uh, some cereals, some fruit, and um you know, like potatoes. Right. But it, it's like, ooh, look at it. It looks like it's so much. I do love those little boxes of cereal, though. Like, they're so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. We'll have to find out from Vance what he likes, if he's a waffle or pancake guy. Yeah. And and do they do breakfast at Dingfelder's Deli uh, at this point? I, well, I mean, I know they sell, like, bagels and stuff, but I don't know if they, like, do anything really other than that or I don't know. All Let's right, find out. Well, we'll find out from Vance. All right, keep listening. We'll be right back. Everybody stay tuned for more Don't Ask Me to Talk. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging.
Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, J.D.K. Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey and Eric. That's right. And it's our favorite part of the show. It's the time when we get to check in with the Lord of the Sandwich, the King of the Kanish, the Duke of the Deli. That's right. We're talking to Vance Stingfelder to find out what we're eating. Vance, sir, how are you? How are you, Eric? Stacey, so good to hear from you guys this week. What's going on with you two? Oh, we've been talking about breakfast food for the show today. Oh, wow. Yes. You know, we're opening for breakfast. Hey, what a nice coincidence. Isn't that coinky-dink? That is a big quinky-dink. Actually, that wasn't even planned. That is actually a really good coincidence. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, actually, now that you mention it, yes. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not going to say exactly when. Smart, smart. Overwhelm everybody, but it's going to be soon, and we're also going to have our espresso window, (laughs) which which is going to be a pickup window for people that want to order lattes and breakfast sandwiches. And we just experimented with our, you know, with our new Kaiser rolls because you need a good Kaiser roll which are actually, you know, we're up to about 75 Kaiser Rolls a day that we're selling. Wow. They're, they're becoming very popular. Wow. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, so, you know, it started with a guy that came in this week and he wanted a buttered bagel, like a toasted buttered bagel. And he said, could you put an egg on that? <laughs> <laughs> and... And, of course, we don't have it on the menu. Right. And I don't even have a button to ring it in. What do you, what do you mean? You want? You just want an egg, like a, a scrambled egg, one egg? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, just, just an egg. He goes, I was going to take it home and do it, but if you guys could do it, great. So I rang him up for his toasted bagel with butter and added a poached egg for like we do for hash. Right. Okay. Right. And it came out to... $5.99. And I thought to myself, hmm, oh. Oh, that's a good price for an egg sandwich, don't you think? Yeah, it's right in there. <laughs> you know, just one egg on a bagel. <laughs> right? so, so, so we made one on a Kaiser roll. Yeah, and we put a little salami on it, and then we put a piece of cheese on it. And, of course, we got a cheese pull and a yolk drip. And everybody's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. (laughs) So I think what we're going to do is have an egg sandwich, just a single egg on a roll. 
said, if you want to add one egg or two eggs, you can do it. Yep. You want to add you want to add salami to it. You can add salami. You want to add cheese to it. You can add cheese, and that's how it's going to be on the menu. And um, we have a feeling it's going to become a popular thing. Yeah. That people can put on it. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's only only going to be salami. Although we did try a beef bacon. See, I was wondering about your brisket. So you mean do brisket on on a on a, on a brisket and egg on a bagel? Yeah. Okay. You know you know what? I, I mean, we could put pastrami or brisket, right? There's, we could put a bunch of things on it. That's true. Right. That's true. I mean, we could easily. Right. So. That's a good idea, Stacey. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, but I get what you're, I get what you're doing. I mean, Dingfelder's like, you know, where you've started and where you've gone between the menu uh, expansion and then the space and opening it up and now doing the espresso and, you know, playing with the idea. You have to have a foundation. Yes, yes, you do. You do. And if people start asking Listen, if somebody asks for it, I'll do it. You know that. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it is. You know, and but but you know, let's start with the, with that and see where it goes. We tried a beef bacon. It was a brisket beef bacon, which tasted very good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it but it wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. It, it, you know, the bacon is such a good thing. Don't try to make beef bacon be better than bacon. It's not going to work. Right. It just doesn't happen. But for people that, you know, can't eat pork, I can understand it. Listen, we'll be fine with the salami. The salami is amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a spicy, it's a little spicy, little garlicky, and we're going we're gonna to put it on the grill. It's going to be awesome. Oh, that sounds really, good. Really excited about that. Um, and then, you know, then we're going to do... Blances and and scrambles like a Leo, pastrami, pastrami and eggs like an omelet. We'll do a cheese omelet. We'll do you know we'll do some we'll do some breakfast food. You're trying yeah. to feed the people. We got to feed the people. We're gonna add French fries to the menu. Stop it! <laughs> like really good French fries. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like maybe garlic fries too. We don't know yet. Not a hundred percent sure, because our garlic our garlic locatelli fries are ridiculous. But you know we're going to start, and also we figured with the hot dogs, so a kid can have a hot dog and some fries, right? Or or how about this? Because Nourish does catering, and we have chicken strips for Nourish, because you know at a bar mitzvah, what's who doesn't right. like some good, some fresh fried chicken strips? Hey, I had some yesterday. <laughs> Why don't we, you know, we figured two chicken strips and fries for a kid or a hot dog and some fries for a kid? What, what's so bad? No, that's awesome. Now, so I went to, uh, we were talking at the top of the show about how last weekend I was in Chicago for a wedding. And one of the things that I loved is at the end of the night, Dinner had long since passed, and people had been dancing for a while. And with about, I don't know, 45 minutes or so left, maybe an hour left uh, before the band was going to be shutting down, they came out with a wave of past, like, 
hors d'oeuvres, I'm, I'm air quoting, and it was a, a little glass dish with a warm cheese sauce on the bottom and then like basically steak fries sticking out of it so that all of those people that had been drinking lots uh, had a little something to soak up the alcohol. And it was like the perfect way to end, uh, you know, the evening. What about, you know, it makes me think of poutine. Right, right. And this was like, you know, no matter how dressed you were or whatever, it was like very contained. And, you know, each person got like basically about seven French fries and, you know, the sauce. And it was like, bam. on the bottom. Yep. And it was easy, squeezy, lemon, peasy. Exactly. (laughs) Or some variation thereof of that. Or some variation thereof in that. So, yeah, I'm I'm sure that that's something that Nourish already knows about and does something similar. But I uh, haven't been to a big event like that in a long time. And so I was making note of all of these different things that they were doing. And I was like, that's cool. Well, you know, the, 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 the late night snack yep. is, has been a thing for, for a little bit. Um, you know, people have done things like uh, a burger. Right, send them home with a burger. Send them home with like a Chinese food pail of noodles. Right, right. Send them home with donuts. You know, fresh-made donuts that you can dip. But it's usually, you know, I've had people do bratwursts with kraut. You know, <laughs> like it was a Polish wedding, and everybody at the end of the night got bratwursts and kraut. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it, it was our little bun. Right. And believe me, you know, you're drinking, you're dancing, you work up an appetite. And by the end of the night, you want a little something to help soak it, soak up the alcohol. Right. And, and you know, you're a little hungry. You want to, you know, you don't need to stop at Dick's on the way home. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited then that you're going to be offering uh, the fries then and the breakfast piece. I mean, given... What Eric and I were talking about earlier in the show, you know, we were mm-hmm. talking about like, is breakfast like something that is good any time of day? Like, do you do breakfast for dinner? Um, and <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on, diners. Uh, Why are diners so successful? Right. Well, well I mean, you know, breakfast for dinner is is one of the best things to do. And I'll tell you what happened. We had a, we were having conversation on whether or not we should only serve breakfast till like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or 2 o'clock. And we just said the same exact thing that you said. People like breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. Let it organically go over. And if it becomes problematic for us, then we'll figure it out. But let's just give it to them and see what they want. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, like, if you go to a diner, you can get breakfast 24 hours a day. You know, if you're in Vegas, you get breakfast 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's filling. All right. Now, uh, in our last couple minutes here, I do have a question. Do you prefer uh, pancakes or waffles? Um. Okay. <laughs> That's a really, really... Pancakes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like pancakes. Okay. I like pancakes. Don't get me wrong. I love waffles, but pancakes. Pancakes with butter and maple syrup, real maple syrup. 
Okay. All right. Yep. With a couple eggs, a couple sausage links. <laughs> Interesting. It's called a, a one-two-three. Oh. One it, it sounds pretty good. It, it's a giant pancake, two eggs, three link sausages. You know where they have it? Denny's. Lil John's. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, there you go. So if you're local, you can get it there. But <laughs> I'm but, with you on the maple syrup. It's It's got to be the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's got to be warm. warm Agreed. maple syrup yeah. is like, it makes all the difference. It does. But in the meantime, yeah. if you can't do that, uh, remember, now that you're starting to, uh, c- or continue, not starting, continuing to expand <laughs> that menu at Dingfelder's, uh, hey, folks, go in and you can get a bagel that has an egg and maybe some salami and cheese. You could get a Kaiser roll that maybe has an egg and some. Or just skip breakfast and go straight for lunch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or do that. Um, you know. Dinkfelder's Deli is the place to do it. Totally. So. You know, hey, is coming. Who's coming? Purim. Oh, yes. You know, you, you know what Purim is? Yes, I do. Hamantaschen. Well, there you go. And Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to talk more about that next week. Um, but in the meantime, uh, I did let people, I did remind people that um, for all of the Catholics out there that, uh, that take, um, that take care to not eat meat on Fridays. They can go get some salmon and some of your fish salads, uh, and they can eat that on Fridays. So you're welcome you know in what? advance, people. We all people are welcome. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes. Right? We have, yes, tuna fish, smoked salmon salad, and our smoked salmon and white fish salad. Right, and egg salad, and now on the, the Kaiser rolls, and uh, egg salad on one of your toasted um, poppy seed bagels. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm just saying. You, just... Yeah. All right. So, unfortunately, uh, while we could talk to you for the full show length, we don't have the full uh, yeah, show unfortunately, length. we're just about out of time. We always go over, and I'm sorry. Hey, don't be sorry. Uh, you leave us wanting more, and that's the whole point of it. So, um, And for our listeners, if you want more, that's uh, easy to take care of. You can just go to dingfelders.com, and you can check out what the menu is. Or if you want to have an event and uh, try some of these items or maybe something more expansive, Nourish Catering can do that. Go to nourishcatering.com. Stacy, thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome job. People come in and talk about you all the time. It's so cool. And Eric, you make it happen. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Have a great afternoon. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. Now, let's find out what we're talking about next week. All right. Warm or cold vacay? Assuming that is short for vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah. This will be an interesting topic for sure. I know. All right. Well, then, uh, so stay tuned and uh, for next week, and we'll we'll talking about that and sharing what our thoughts are on that. And uh, hey, everybody, have a great week. 